What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. At the window. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. And go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. Welcome to At the Window here on the Sports Grid TV Network. Get on the grid. I am Sean Guasamacchia. Baseball game fives, two of them today. One starting in uh, about an hour and a few minutes from now. That, of course, the St. Louis Cardinals at the Atlanta Braves. Jack Flaherty on the hill for the Cardinals. Mike Fulton-Nevitz on the hill for the Braves. And later, it's the Nationals at the Dodgers, the second Game 5 tonight, 8.37 p.m. Eastern Time. The Nationals at the Dodgers, Strasburg against Walker Bueller. We'll talk about those two games. We're going to be joined by a Washington Post reporter talking about the Nationals. That's coming up next segment. But first, we have to recap what happened yesterday with the Houston Astros pitching Justin Verlander up two games to one on the Tampa Rays on three days rest. What happened? Berlin did not have it. He gave up uh, four earned runs in three and two-thirds innings. His velocity was there, just couldn't locate, and he got hit. And we now have another game five in the Major League Baseball playoffs. That will be on Thursday. Now, I said yesterday it was the wrong decision for A.J. Hinch, the manager of the Houston Astros, up two games to one to pitch Verlander on three days rest. Why? It's an unknown. Verlander had never done it before in his 15-year Major League Baseball career. And the stats back it up as well. This is according to MLB.com. Hurlers on three days of of rest or fewer are 30 and 44 with a 4.58 ERA in October. That does not bode well. And it didn't bode well for Verlander last night. And this is, of course, the Justin Verlander who's been lights out in the playoffs and lights out in the divisional series. So now you risk that and you push him up a day, up two games to one. You're up one game in the series. It's not do or die. And everybody's going to point to, oh, they got Garrett Cole who's been great and phenomenal in the second half and he had 15 Ks in his Major League uh, playoff performance uh, against these Rays. But why risk it? You, you, you could have Verlander backed up by Cole game five if indeed you lose game four without starting Justin Verlander. To me, it was a terrible decision. Now they're in this situation where they have now Tyler Glass now, who's been great since coming back from injury for the Rays, didn't pitch all that 
wonderfully in his uh, postseason debut. But he's back, and he has the potential. He's a flamethrower just like Garrett Cole to pitch five, six strong innings and then turn it over to that bullpen, which dominated yesterday for the Tampa Bay Rays. And they're playing with house money. They're going to Houston. They are the heavy underdog. They are ready to roll. Tommy Fan and the boys are ready to take this series and kind of break the hearts of non-Tampa Bay Ray fans and non-Yankee fans because we wanted to see Yankees-Astros. We might still get that. And the Astros with Garrett Cole on the hill are still the favorites. And according to FanDuel Sportsbook for tomorrow, plus 230 for the Rays on the money line, minus 270 for the Astros on the money line. So they are the favorites going into that game, number five, winner take all. But if they are to lose, think about what the Rays are on the verge of doing. They are on the verge being down two games to none, beating Granky, Verlander, and if they can do it, Cole. How about that, going through the, that threesome? That is amazing if they can get it done. And don't sleep on the Rays. They, could, they won 96 games in the regular season in a tough AL East. Yankees know all too well how good they are. They will not take them lightly. So don't sleep on the Rays if they are indeed good enough to advance and beat Cole on Thursday. They'll go to their first championship series since 2008 when they miraculously went to the World Series and lost to the Philadelphia Phillies. And that was a ratings, one of the lowest rated World Series in, in um, recent memory. That was really a, just a terrible World Series uh, to watch as a fan. Um, not much going on in, in, in that series of Phillies, you know, winners. But I like the Cardinals. Flaherty's on the hill. That is, they have all the momentum now against the Braves. Uh, it's going to be a close game, but if you know, it's it's a toy, it's, it's just a coin flip. It's minus one away, both teams on the money line right now, according to FanDuel Sportsbook. So it's a toss up. Could go either way. You want to lean Braves? They're at home, right? And Fulton Evans is a good pitcher as well, and they have a deeper offense, deeper lineup. But I just something about this Cardinals team, and maybe it's just the the fan in me that's wishing it. But uh, I like the Cardinals to finish it off. And to win tonight, I'm going to take them on the money line. As for the later game, the value is on the Nationals, plus 148 on the money line. The Dodgers, minus 170 with Bueller and possibly Clayton Kershaw, which, is that really a great thing? With Kershaw's record in the postseason? We'll see about that. Um, But Strasburg is the guy on the hill. Talked about him at length. 0.64 ERA in the postseason with 28 innings career. He's been pitching great. I trust him a ton. I'm putting my money on the Nationals plus 148 with the big upset to win at Dodger Stadium and defeat the heavy favorite Los Angeles Dodgers with the Major League Baseball 107 wins coming in with that great prolific lineup there. Can they do it? I think Strasburg can. He's the guy too. And Patrick Corbin, guys, and I know I was listening to Joe Ranieri a little bit earlier, knows as much as anyone when it comes to betting on sports. He was concerned with Patrick Corbin possibly coming in relief because we saw on two days rest, and it would be two days rest again, what happened to Patrick Corbin giving up six earned runs and coming in relief for the Nationals. But I like him. I kind of like him now. After getting that out of the way, he's coming in in, uh, pitching on um, less than full rest. He knows what to expect. He sees the routine. He's expecting to get into this game if indeed they need to call on somebody. I'd much rather Patrick Corbin than Sean Doolittle and anyone else to have in that pen if I'm a Nationals fan. So that's not a terrible thing. And I know you can look at his numbers that he gave up in relief and, and it kind of gives you a little, little bit of a pause. But I do. But Strasburg has to give you seven, even eight innings. You gotta, he has to go 130 pitches if he's in this game. Strasburg has to be the horse They drafted him to be at a San Diego State back in the day, number one overall. Here it is. This is his moment. This is his postseason moment for the Nationals tonight against the heavy favorite Dodgers. Steven Strasburg gets it done. The Nationals are going to advance and go on to play either the Cardinals or the Braves. I think the Cardinals win it, but that game is a toss-up. I'm going with the Cardinals and the Nationals both on the money line. And also, look at that under seven runs in the Nationals-Dodger game. Afternoon baseball out there, 5.30 start. I'm leaning towards the under in that as well. All right, up next, we'll do a little baseball, more baseball, Yankee talk, and DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. 
all major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. How would you like to be Richard Sherman right now? You just have been uh, caught lying about Baker Mayfield, not shaking your hand, pregame warm-ups on Monday Night Football. You had to apologize on the Pat McAfee show on Westwood One earlier today. What is going on? How do you just make things up like that? Don't you know there's cameras, Richard Sherman? How dumb are you? That, that is just ridiculous. And, and of course, Baker Mayfield um, is an easy target. We talked about it yesterday, but now it comes out where the, the cameras, we talked about the cameras showing Baker shaking Richard Sherman's hand. And so Richard had nothing. Um, he had to come out and apologize for it today, and he did. And he just looks, looks like a fool once again, Richard Sherman. And Baker Mayfield said that for once, the cameras, he was happy that the cameras were on there. But come on, Richard Sherman, you're better than that. Or is he? I don't even know. Maybe not. Maybe he's not better than that. But that was a joke of a story. And Richard Sherman and Michael Silver of NFL.com not vetting it properly. Do I, do I get on Michael Silver, Silver even more? Not vetting that story, not knowing? Um more about that and believing Richard Sherman creating this dust up. All right. Welcome back to, uh, maybe I do. Uh, welcome back to at the window here on the sports grid TV network. I am Sean Guasamakia. Happy Jeffrey Mayer day. Yes. On this date in 1996, October 9th, the great Jeffrey Mayer helped the Yankees win game one of the ALCS against the Baltimore Orioles. And we have the video. If you guys have forgotten as a Yankee fan, I will be quick to remind you of what it looked like when Jeffrey Mayer reached over the fence and caught Derek Jeter's warning track fly ball, and it was ruled by Richie Garcia a home run. Now, guys, we have the video. We can only show you 30 seconds of it, and so here we could throw it up there now. If you got it, Danny, throw it up. And here is the final result. As you see, Jeffrey Mayer right there, Tony Tarasco, Right under it, ready to catch it. 
And now the Orioles were leading in the eighth inning, four to three. This tied the game up at four. And I give Tarasco, if it goes further than that, give Tarasco credit. He was right on it. And afterward, he was berating the umpire, Rich Garcia. And look at him. He was animated. He was ready to go. And history remembers Tarasco well. He was like, hey, what is going on? Interference. It's an out. I was going to grab that ball. Now, people want to point to that as being the reason why the Yankees went on to win that series in six games. It was game one, remember. It just tied the game up at four. Yankees went on with a Bernie Williams homer in the 11th inning to win in extra innings. Game two, the Orioles won, and then they went home. So they had home field advantage. Yankees won three straight and closed it out. So let's relax, Oriole fans. I know that they don't like to see that video and don't don't like to be reminded. And as for Jeffrey Mayer, the fan, 12-year-old at the time, he's now 35, living in New England, has three kids, and uh, played baseball, went out to play baseball to a smaller school and whatever, and... Uh, uh, he'll live forever in the hearts of Yankee fans. And um, we always will bring that up as the Jeffrey Mayer catch. That happened on this date, 1996. Yankees went on to win the World Series, by the way. October 9th. All right, let's talk Nationals baseball tonight. Game five in L.A. against the Dodgers. It's Strasburg against Bueller. And we welcome in Sam Fontier of the Washington Post sports reporter to talk about it. Sam, thanks for a couple of minutes. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah, thank you for having me on. All right, Sam, Strasburg on the Hill. As a Nationals reporter, you know all too well about his success in the postseason. You have to feel really confident in, in Strasburg tonight against the Dodgers. Absolutely. I think when you think about playing the Dodgers, I mean, this is a buzzsaw team, 106 wins, two straight pennants. You, you, can, you can never feel confident against that team. Um, but with the way Strasburg has pitched this postseason, you know, making his first ever relief appearance, showing, you know, real, uh, real charisma, um, you know, to, to come out of the bullpen in the wild card game, to, to shut down the Dodgers one run, six innings, 10 strikeouts in game two. Uh, you, you, you can never, you know, feel good about a game against the Dodgers, but I think this makes you feel the least amount of like anxiety as possible. All right, what's the plan for Davey Martinez after Strasburg in this game? What is he, who will he go to? Who's, uh, I know it's all hands on deck, but who's the first and second option for, uh, after Strasburg for the pitching uh, here for the Nationals? The Nationals uh, bullpen has been one of the biggest liabilities, I think, in baseball uh, this season. Um, Dave Martinez really only trusts three arms. Uh, converted starter, uh, Patrick Corbin, a left-hander. He's really kind of the left-handed specialist since the Nationals didn't really acquire one throughout the season. Uh, and then he has two actual relievers, Daniel Hudson, a right-hander, and Sean Doolittle, a left-hander. Uh, and they kind of alternate, depending on the lineup, depending on where it is, you know, closer, setup man roles. If you see anyone other than Corbin, Doolittle, or Hudson tonight after Strasburg, uh, the Nationals are in deep trouble. And what's the plan going up against Walker Bueller? They, they faced him in game one, didn't go too well. Uh, he shut them down. Great pitcher. What's the plan from the hitting perspective for the Nationals going up against Walker Bueller tonight? Right. Game one, I think, was uh, you know sort of a microcosm of how the Nationals' uh, offense has struggled this season. They really chased a lot of pitches out of the zone, at least 20, according to manager Davey Martinez, and they really just did not have a solid approach. You know, Walker Buehler showed some real command problems in the fourth inning where he got tired through a bunch of pitches, uh, you know, walked the bases loaded, um, and as Dribble Cabrera has his worst at-bat as a National, uh, swings two pitches out of the zone, grounds the last one, right back to Buehler to get him out of the jam. I think the plan here is when he gets tired. We saw it earlier this season, Walker Buehler, um, in, in D.C., you know, he was missing his spot, and the Nationals uh, were, were beating this Dodgers team um, that really likes to shift because he would miss his spots. When you shift, you have to you know, hit certain spots to, to get him to play into the shift. He was missing. They were just flicking it opposite field. I think they had six or seven opposite field hits in the span of about two innings. So I think the key to beating Bueller is when he misses those spots, you know, hit against the shift, hit where, hit where the Dodgers defenders aren't, uh, you know, get base runners on, get his pitch count up, make him more tired and force the Dodgers to go to their bullpen. Sam, how big would this win be for the Nationals franchise? Oh, my gosh. I mean, <laughs> game five around here is a term that's, uh, you know, whispered. And, or, or if it is said at all, it's said with, <laughs> with deep contempt. I mean, the Nationals since 2012 have played four NLDS series. They've never made it out of this round. Um, they've lost three of those games in, in game fives, so those series in game fives. Um, I mean, it would be... It, it would, you know, I don't know if I could even, you know, properly state it would be monumental uh, for this franchise to prove they could get through the NLDS and into the next round. And I think for the city, it would be a huge deal, especially with uh, the way this team started the season. Everybody wanted the manager fired. You know, players were getting traded left and right. Um, to, to do this uh, now when you're not expected to, 
uh, I think it might just give uh, give fans hopes that uh, you know they might keep going past the the NLCS, even though they'd be in it for the first time. Yeah, but with that pitching rotation, I mean, you, you like their chances if they can get past the Dodgers tonight. One other question, you know, Strasburg. I mean, is he? welcoming this spot, this Game 5 against the heavy-favored Dodgers at Dodger Stadium. This is what he was drafted for, right? I mean, what's his makeup, and will he rise to the occasion tonight, in your opinion? I mean, someone asked me the other day, you know, oh, how much pressure do you feel sort of in this situation, as, as you just laid out? <laughs> and he kind of shrugged it off. And Good. he pointed out, you know, <laughs> this man coming out of college was supposed to be the pitcher of a generation. Yeah. And I think that pressure is is more than maybe even any one game and he just said look like at this point in my career you know i i'm not what everyone expected me to be i am happy by my own standards and i'm going to go out there and i'm going to show you how my stuff stacks up so to me you know for him to to have this weight to not be the pitcher they expected but to still be very good and be in this chance to to deliver this city which i think has long considered him you know not to be the pitchers they wanted. Obviously they called him the orchid here for a while, you know, because they, you know, people said he couldn't thrive unless he was in the perfect conditions for him to, to, to make that first ever relief appearance in the wildcard game to come out in game five. And if he delivered this city, what it's wanted for so long, uh, I think it would be monumental, not just for the city, uh, but also Steven Strasburg. I think their futures are, are entwined there in a way. I love it. Love that response. That's why I'm going with the nationals tonight, Sam. We only have a minute, but two quick questions. Is Max Scherzer available tonight? No, he is not. He said his arm, you know, was hanging off his side after 109 pitches the other night. He gave them everything they had, so I don't think he's available. And if the Nats do win, will Bryce Harper congratulate them on Twitter or social media? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I'm going to to say no. The Nationals fans really irritated them. I think they they made some remarks uh, in the outfield uh, earlier this season. Bryce Harper's wife said it was about their son, so I would imagine there's no goodwill between these two parties right now. Oh, excellent, Sam. Thanks for a few minutes. Appreciate it. It's Fortier, right? Your last name? It is. It's Fortier. Yes, sir. Yes. So I wanted to make sure. Washington Post sports reporter, Sam. Thanks for a few minutes. Appreciate it, man. Of course. Thanks for having me. All right. There you go. Have fun tonight. Can't wait to see the game, both games, game five in Major League Baseball. We switch gears. College football. Yes. Week seven. Yes. Week seven. Starts tonight, actually, with the Sun Belt. But. Saturday, that's what we're going to focus on with Joe Lisi, college football analyst. That is next here on At the Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Back on At The Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. Get on the grid. I'm Sean Guasamanquia. College football week seven is upon us and no one better to talk about college football than the guy, the man, the myth. A legend, Joe Lisi, college football analyst at Go for the Two on Twitter. Joe, what's going on, man? Uh, Sean, great weekend of college football ahead of us. Looking forward to Saturday's show, and more importantly, these games that kick off tomorrow. Tomorrow night, straight through Saturday night at about eleven o'clock. So I'm chomping at the bit for week number seven. I know, and it's bittersweet, right? Because we have for you, I would imagine, we have so many great games on Saturday, and that so that means no dates for you on Saturday night, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Staying in, right? I'll be at the sports book. I'll be at the sports book over here. We'll chill for three or four hours after the show. So that's my date for Saturday nights. Exactly, and we love it. And hopefully, they'll have the right games on. I know that's sometimes an issue over there, but we'll get the right games for us. Um, let's get into it really quickly. Michigan State, Wisconsin. This game, all right, the total is 40, and we all know Michigan State plays great defense. Uh, I don't know where, where it was last week, Joe, against Ohio State. They were shredded, especially on the ground. What does Wisconsin like to do, Joe? You know all too well, run the football with Jonathan Taylor on that huge offensive line. The total is low at 40. I kind of lean towards the under in this game, but 10 and a half to spread. Wisconsin favored in this one. What do you see? in uh, Wisconsin, uh, Madison this weekend between Michigan State and Wisconsin? Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it. Ohio State rushed for 323 yards on Michigan State's defense last week. That Entering that matchup was only given up 58 rushing yards per game. Dominant effort by J.K. Dobbins on the crew, and now they have to go back on the road to Camp Randall to face a very heavy offensive line in Wisconsin. That's averaging 254 yards per game on the ground. I still like Wisconsin in this matchup. I think they're the more complete team offensively and defensively. They're only allowing five points per game, Sean, heading into this matchup. And when you look at the, the strength of Michigan State entering this ball game, it really is the passing attack with Brian Lewerke. They're a one-dimensional offense, and I think Wisconsin's defense could put pressure on them, force them into long third downs, and that's why I favor Wisconsin to win the ball game and cover this number Saturday afternoon in Madison. Yeah, all right. Uh, I, I, I should learn my lesson, Joe. I, I went with <laughs> Michigan State plus the points against Ohio State. Uh, just based on the track record and Michigan State's great defense, it didn't work out, did not go my way. So I'm leading towards just the, the total, going the under total, as you see. It's right there, 40. It was 39. Now it's ticked up to 40. Still very low. I know you don't like to touch those low totals, Joe, but I think it'll go under there. Um, so uh, should be a great one in Madison, Wisconsin on Saturday. All right. USC, Notre Dame at Notre Dame. It was 11. Notre Dame favored in this game as the home team. It's now 10.5. The total is 59. We do know Slovis will start at quarterback now. He's been cleared to start for USC. That should help them. Matt Fink now will back up, so we won't have that third stringer starting there uh, against Notre Dame. Notre Dame has a great defense, Joe, as you well know. What do you like in this game? Who do you like? Yeah, I like USC. Now, Notre Dame's won three of the last five by an average margin of victory of 17.3 points per game and picked up this victory last year by seven points. But I could go back to that victory last year on the road in the Coliseum. USC challenged that secondary over the top, and I think it's going to be the same thing uh, Saturday night in South Bend. You look at St. Brown, Barnes, and Pittman, uh, 90 total receptions, 1,153 yards and nine receiving touchdowns. I think they can challenge Notre Dame over the top. I think they're going to be in the ballgame from start to finish. 
I think Notre Dame wins, but I think it's very close. Four points. Notre Dame picks up this victory Saturday night against USC. Interesting. Uh, Notre Dame is minus 410 on the money line. USC plus 310. Notre Dame covered that enormous 45-and-a-half spread last week against Bowling Green. Uh, Joe saying they won't cover this 10-and-a-half spread as uh, FanDuel Sportsbook has it right now against USC. We'll keep an eye on that game. Florida at LSU, Joe. This is a great game. Joe Burrow completing all of his passes seemingly. Now it's, it's like upwards of 80%. He is the Heisman front runner, or at least one, two there, as you very well know, in the Heisman race. Can Florida slow down LSU and this passing attack? They're favored by 13 and a half points. 55 is the total in this one. I don't think they can. Now, they got this victory last year, 27-19, to and a goodie win against Auburn and Bo Nix. I was on the Gators in that matchup. But they haven't faced an offense like LSU this year that's going to challenge them, put five wide receivers out, which will spread out that Florida secondary. And you saw some inefficiencies week one against Miami early on. Now, I know the week one battle, but they struggled in man-to-man coverage. Now, up against those wide receivers of LSU, I think that's the matchup. I think LSU has way too much offense, and I think they cover this number, this 13.5, 14-point number. I could see LSU getting a 21-point victory Saturday night under the lights in Death Valley. Wow. Uh, interesting, because uh, Trask has played well for them in relief of Franks, and and, and last week, Auburn looked really uh, great coming in. What was it? Minus 2.5 points, and... Florida won that game. And you know what, Joe? I go back to Saturday when we were sitting there at the FanDuel Sportsbook studio right there at the Meadowlands. Those uh, Joe Public, do you remember them screaming for Auburn to win the game? <laughs> once they once they said that, I was like, oh, no. I, Gabe and I were cooked, and you were going to win that bet with uh, Florida plus two and a half. Yeah, I mean, that's the one thing with that matchup. I mean, Auburn's offense, even though they were hitting on all cylinders with Bo Nix, they're a different type of offense. They run shorter routes underneath coverage. And LSU this year is not doing that. They're challenging defenses vertically, seam seam routes and fly patterns, which will extend that Florida Gator defense and really wear them down. So I think that's the matchup. That'll open up the screen attack, too, for Edward Salah and those running backs. So keep an eye out for that. But, I mean, Joe Burrow, 19 touchdown passes last year, Sean, entering this matchup. He already has 22 touchdown passes. They're averaging 436 passing yards per game. I think that's the difference between last year and this year. It is the LSU offense in terms of the vertical passing attack. Yeah, it's hard to go against LSU the way they're playing. I I like that as well, 13.5 points to cover. How about back to the Big Ten? We have Penn State traveling to Iowa City to take on the Hawkeyes. The Hawkeyes stunk it up, just three points on the road at Michigan last week. They lost 10-3. to Now they play a Penn State team who's rolling right now. now. You could question their schedule, but they did beat Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh's a, a decent opponent. They are three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road at Iowa City. The total is 42. Joe, I'm leaning towards Iowa plus a three-and-a-hook in this game. Uh, where, where do you see this uh, playing out? How do you see this playing out? Yeah, I'm with you. I, I like the underdog in this battle now. Penn State has won five straight over the Hawkeyes by 13.8 points per game and won this game by six points last year because of a mistake by Nate Stanley on the goal line. He threw a crucial interception. He was trying to get no offense. There was miscommunication, and they wound up covering that game against Iowa last year. But Iowa's playing well, and, and I look at this matchup. Sean Clifford on the road, will not, up until this point, hasn't faced an environment like he'll face in Kinnick Stadium. Is he up to the test? He did it against Maryland in College Park, and his team is looks like one of the best teams in the Big Ten. But I'll take Iowa with the senior quarterback in Nate Stanley and a defensive front that's holding opposing offenses to 86 rushing yards per game. I like Iowa to be in this ballgame and strike the upset over Penn State Saturday night. Yeah, and they're plus 150 on the money line for those of you looking to take Iowa just straight up to, to win the game. And uh, I'm with you, Joe. I, I think they'll do it. I like them a lot. Red River rivalry, showdown, shootout, whatever you want to call it. It's in Dallas, Texas. Oklahoma against Texas. Should be a great one as Oklahoma's been rolling. No one's been able to stop Jalen Hurts in that offense and Lincoln Riley. 76 is a total, which is an enormous number there, Joe. Uh Oklahoma favored by 10.5 points. I like Texas plus 10.5. 
Do you agree? Will Jalen Hurts just blow them out of the water? The Texas uh, defense, which struggled uh, uh, their DBs against LSU and Joe Burrow earlier in the year. Well, in-game should be very good then for me and you because we'll be going against each other in this Uh-oh. battle. I lean to Oklahoma. Now, Oklahoma's won four of the last six by only 6.7 points per game. But it, I, I think Oklahoma has way too much offense. I'm not sold on the defense for Texas. They're allowing 313 passing yards per game. And I still think that Texas's offense revolves solely around Sam Ellinger strictly. If he needs to have a solid game, for this team to win. They don't have a consistent running game, and that's where I give the edge to Oklahoma. Jalen Hurts is a battle-tested quarterback. He's not going to be phased by the atmosphere. They have running backs like Kennedy Brooks and Trey Sermon that can catch the football out of the backfield. C.D. Lamb, I just think it's way too much offense, and that defense, Sean, led by Alex Grinch, has gotten much better. I think Oklahoma covers this 11-point number Saturday afternoon. Wow. So essentially you're saying Oklahoma's going to the college football playoff because this is their only test left on this schedule. Well, they start to face Baylor. Let's keep in mind, yeah. keep an eye out for Baylor. They're playing better defensively. They still have to play, I believe, Iowa State. So that's a team that could strike an upset there, here and there. Defensively, they're solid. and have a, have a solid quarterback in Brock Purdy. So I wouldn't just annoy Oklahoma being in the college football playoff if they win this game, but we'll see how it pans out. That's that's why we watch each and every week. Yeah, and Texas beat them last year in this game, uh, and they're a better team this year, Texas. So, but maybe Oklahoma is better as well, as you point you pointed out. Ten and a half is the spread there. One more game to to uh, get your thoughts on Joe Alabama at Texas A and M. Sixteen and a half. Will Alabama cover the spread on the road at College Station? They should. I mean, they they won six straight by 22.1 points per game and won this matchup last year by 22 points uh, against Texas A&M. But I'm taking A&M here. They're in desperate need of a win. I think the week off will help this team. Jimbo Fisher will have that offense ready. And I'm not sold on the consistency of Alabama's defense. If you watch that matchup against Ole Miss two weeks ago, they gave up 274 on the ground. Alabama wins, but A&M covers. Joe Lisi, watch him on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. with Rich. That is college football today. And then in-game live with myself and Carmine Bianco and a host of others from 12 to 3. Joe, thanks for the time, man. Anytime. Love the show, Sean. Appreciate it. Joe Lisi there with college football picks. Back right after this. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Back on At The Window here on the Sports Grid TV Network. I am Sean Guasamacchia. When you get a chance, get on the grid, Sports Grid. What a great, great week to be a baseball fan. Three game fives in the next. Uh, 24 hours, a little bit more, maybe 28 hours as the game uh, starts at 7 o'clock on uh, Eastern Time Zone on Thursday. So it's a great, great time. And I can't wait. Astros up against it, the heavy favorites against the Rays in Game 5 at home. And then you have the two tonight. You have Cardinals, Braves, and Dodgers Nationals. Uh, Can't wait for that. Just coming down, just seeing this now, the Atlanta Braves are going to try to reduce the tomahawk chop for game number five, and this is due to one of the members of the Cardinals roster, Ryan Helsley. He's a member of the Cherokee Nation and has expressed displeasure with the chop in games one and two. So the Braves announced they'll dis- distribute foam tomahawks to each seat. They will not. They will not. All right, so they won't um, distribute foam tomahawks to each seat for game five. Now, here's my question. Are they going so if they advance tonight and and go up against um, the Cardinals, let's say the Dodgers or the Nationals in the NLCS, and no one's of a Native American heritage, do they then distribute the foam tomahawk chops because no one's of Native American heritage? It's like you got to make up your mind if you, you're going to be all in or all out. You, you can't have. It both ways. If, if you are going to admit that you are sensitive to people's feelings on, you know, their, uh, their heritage, and you're going to not distribute the foam tomahawk chops, then you can't distribute it ever again. You got to do away with it because you're acknowledging that it offends some people. And if it offends some people, then wh- what the hell are you doing? Now, my sense is that it, I, I'm, you know, all right, he's, he's offended by it, but I... I always looked at it as being harmless and what have you, but I'm not Cherokee. I'm not of that uh, heritage. But it's just amazing that they are going to, after years and years of complaints too, this is not a new thing, okay? I remember 1995, and it's probably before that as well, but let's use that. 95 when the Braves played the Indians in the World Series. You had two, two teams with the Native American nicknames. They were boycotting out outside Cleveland and Atlanta. They were boycotting each game of the World Series. And they continued at that point to uh, use the tomahawk chop as a chant and what have you. Now, the Indians since then, they've um, gotten rid of their, their mascot, their, their logo, if you will, and they just have the C now primarily on their hats. They don't no longer have the uh, Indian logo the, of the, the smiling uh, man on their um, shirts and on their hats so they have moved away from that the Braves they have not but now I guess there's a reliever on the Cardinals so now they're going to take steps to reduce it ah just a lot of PC stuff going on in the world today and just it just you're either in or you're out you got to make up your mind now speaking of that we have another issue to talk about geopolitics has hit sports once again and it's the NBA China talked about it at length this week more information is coming out now. Now, there's 11 of the 13 businesses that do um, uh, business, if you will, with the NBA, uh, Chinese businesses. They have either suspended or terminated their, their deals with the NBA. 11 of the 13. The other two, they're joint ventures. They're not totally Chinese companies, so they have yet to be heard from. Now, this is all over the Daryl Morey tweet, the Rockets GM, where he um, 
made his feelings known about his, um, his backing of the Hong Kong, the people in Hong Kong, Stanford Democracy. And Adam Silver, they were not happy. The Chinese government, the Chinese officials of the Basketball Association were not happy with his response. He did not issue an, a, a total apology. He, you know, it was just, it was half-hearted in their, in their eyes. And I was reading a lot about this, and I guess uh, Marriott International, they issued um, a, a map of the world or China, and they had Tibet as their own country. And that's a big no-no. China considers that part of the Tibet region part of their country. And so Marriott International had to grovel and apologize and beg for forgiveness uh, to the Chinese officials in order to get back into good, good, you know, good standing with the business partners out there in China. And so that's what they're used to. And this is on the Wall Street Journal had, had a good article on this. And that's what they're used to, the Chinese government. If you do offend their... I guess, their way of life or the, the way they're the laws or what have you. They will want an apology and the NBA has not given them what they wanted. They said, and this is Adam Silver, has said that he uh, backs Daryl Morey's right for freedom of expression. And he kind of has to because they've been so outspoken as a, a league on issues domestically with LeBron James and Steve Kerr and Greg Popovich. I mean, every time Donald Trump tweets... Steve Kerr's chomping at the bit to respond to it. I mean, it's seemingly, unless it happens to be with China and Daryl Morey, and then Steve Kerr, he crawls into a little hole, and he has no comment. Steve Kerr, big hypocrite he is. I haven't heard from Greg Popovich, so we haven't heard from him. And when the hell are we going to hear from LeBron James in this issue? He's about to play in China, a preseason game in the Shanghai region against the Nets. Now, all of the media sessions have been suspended, Okay, so we can't hear from them there. They've been suspended or canceled, rather. Um, all of the charity events, the NBA Cares, where uh, the donations were going to be made to the Special Olympics, that has been canceled um, by the Chinese side of things. And so we, LeBron's getting a reprieve here. Now, the games are expected to go on Thursday. Adam Silver, as we speak, is talking with officials there trying to make uh, build build some, uh, I guess, goodwill there to get them back in the good graces. But right now, the NBA is in trouble in China as far as streaming their games and their relationships with businesses out there. And that, of course, is not sitting well with Adam Silver because he likes and he wants the money that the Chinese officials and, and their companies have been giving the uh, NBA. It's a lucrative market. And, I mean, look, I mean, every chance, look at James Harden's apology. We love China. We love, you know, we're, we apologize. Speaking of right after the Daryl Morey tweet, apologizing for everybody because he knows how important it is to sell sneakers, sell jerseys and in China. The other issue is LeBron James, more, more about LeBron James. He has the um, capacity to respond via social media. I haven't heard anything from LeBron James. It's almost like we should put a countdown clock. When will LeBron James speak in this issue? And you better not have no comment. Can't be weak with that crap like Steve Kerr is. I mean, come on. Defend democracy. Defend freedom of expression. Defend freedom of speech, LeBron James. You're an American. It's not that hard. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think we'll, we're going to be satisfied whenever LeBron James does speak on this issue. Or maybe he'll save it for his dopey show on HBO, The Shop. All right? He's all well, all too eager to speak on issues on that show. But when it comes to China and money, oh, no, he's going to back off there. So, so come on, LeBron James. He's, the, the window actually is closed. Anything now that he says is going to be a moot point, Adam Silver's going to repair that one way or another. He's going to have resolution to this uh, by tomorrow. I expect it. And Yao Ming's the head of the Chinese Basketball Association, former Rocket, and supposedly, according to Rachel Nichols, he was really hot, according to Rachel Nichols of ESPN, with what Daryl Morey said. Stay tuned on this. But finally, the NFL is like, hey, you know, now you got to deal with these issues. With the NFL, they dealt with Colin Kaepernick and the protests kneeling down and uh, for a number of years. And it shouldn't have cost Colin Kaepernick his chance to play in the NFL. Somebody should have given him a shot. I've always been on record saying that. So it's happened in the NFL. They've had to deal with, it, with the stuff domestically. Now the NBA, the mighty NBA, the Progressive National Basketball Association, love to be out in front on all these issues. Now they're dealing with a crisis. Now, albeit it's, it's, it's in China, 
It has to do. It's not domestic, so it's not going to hurt anything here. But internationally, with business with China, it's going to hurt. Now, I was going to have Danny Otto, the producer, read about the history between Hong Kong and China, mainland China, and uh, it was it was a British colony for 150 years. They gave it back to China, although it was supposed to be autonomous, an autonomous region, back in 1997. They signed um, before that a 50 year agreement. That was when British, the British Empire, if you will, they ruled over the Hong Kong region, and they signed with mainland China an agreement for 50 years. That's up in 2047. Stay tuned. We don't know what's going to happen, but it basically was acknowledgement for China to respect the, the sovereignty of the Hong Kong region. And right now they had that legis- legis- they had that bill, which is the reason for the protests, which was going to extradite. Um, people of the Hong Kong region to mainland China to be tried for any of their crimes. That bill has since been pulled, so that's no longer an issue there. Um, but people in Hong Kong did not like that because they didn't think they'd get a fair shake in mainland China versus Hong Kong. It's supposed to be two separate uh, entities there. All right, that's the issue with NBA China. It's, just, it's, it's really fascinating just to see how this is continuing and continuing to to go on and on, and uh, the weak response from the NBA initially, and then the weak response from their players who have been outspoken, and uh, we go on with this. Stay tuned on that. All right, other issues. I mean, Kevin Durant did not get to this yesterday. Spoke to Hot 97 here, a hip-hop station in New York City, about the Knicks, and he said that Ebro in the morning was a show he was on. He said that the, the Knicks are not cool, like they're not cool with the younger players. And then he gets into arguments on Twitter. It's, it's fascinating. He, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, I'm talking about, responds on Twitter to people with no, um, their avatars are just some random pitcher, and they have like 11, 10 followers, and yet Kevin Durant reacts. He responds to them. It's great. And so they would get on him for saying, hey, listen, the Knicks will always run the city. And he's a net, a Brooklyn net, and he'll respond to them saying, all right, well, I know it's a Knicks town, but we're going to try to change all that. But it is interesting that he said how the Knicks are not cool with the younger players. If you buy that, were the Nets cool with the younger players? How are the Nets cool with the younger players? Because they made the playoffs last year? Come on. I mean, is a Jason kid taking the, the New Jersey Nets to the NBA Finals in a weak Eastern Conference back in, what, 2002? Maybe. I mean... The, the, the Knicks, they went to the finals as well in 1999, about right around the same time. The Nets haven't been really relevant uh, in, in a number of years, as well as the Knicks. They've both been fairly irrelevant in, as far as contenders in the National Basketball Association. So I don't know if I really buy that, but I, 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 what I do buy is James Dolan. James Dolan, his constant meddling, has hurt the chances for the Knicks to land big NBA free agents. It's hurt them. And another thing, Kyrie, if Kyrie was like, hey, uh, KD, I'm going to the Knicks, KD would be a Nick. I, I, I firmly believe that. But watch out. The, the Knicks, they could just build with this young team. I, you know, I, I, there's just no hope. I don't know. I, I, I try to spin it positively for the Knicks. But if James Dolan is continuing to be uh, meddling and, and the owner there, I mean, his decisions are horrible. And his meddling's horrible. He meddled with Carmelo Anthony all those years with Jeremy Lin and what have you, with Mike D'Antoni. It's, it's a joke. But we'll see uh, Charles Oakley throwing him out, banning him. Anybody who says anything about Madison Square Garden or the Knicks uh, get no access. The fan, they don't, they, they don't have access to any of the Knicks players. It's, I mean, come on, man. Kicking f- photographers out, having arguments on the street because somebody takes his pick. I mean, it just goes on and on with James Dolan. I, it's it's, it's going to be tough, tough sledding. But they have R.J. Barrett. Maybe they could make, uh, make some um, inroads this year and get better. That's all you have to ask for. Just get better this year, and hopefully Kevin Knox takes the next step. All right, coming back, we'll take one last look at two of the Game 5s tonight. Our best bets are on the way. Coming up after this show, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, Gabriel Morenzi and Cam Stewart for Game Time Decisions. That, of course, is produced by Yang Luciano, who is a fantasy football guru. Uh, His team is running away with the pit league, so congratulations to Yang, and maybe he'll chime in and give some fantasy DFS advice for week number six in the NFL. Stay tuned for that. That's Game Time Decisions coming up at 5. We're back right after this. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. 
We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook where listeners of this show can get a deposit bonus of up to $500. Here's how it works, guys. Number one, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Two, make a deposit. Three, place your first bet and DraftKings will match it with a 50% Bonus of up to $500. This offer is only eligible for all users. Plus, new users will get a risk-free bet of up to 200 Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for full details. Wrapping things up here on At The Window on the SportsGrid TV network. Get on the grid, SportsGrid. I am Sean Guasamacchia. Now, tomorrow night's game, we'll preview it tomorrow in the NFL, the New York Giants at the New England Patriots, but no one's playing for the Giants. Seemingly, uh, they're going to have a bunch of scrubs uh, as they're playing for them because, I mean, Saquon's out. Evan Ingram's out. It's going to be tough sledding for Daniel Jones and the boys. I wanted to take them plus the 16.5, plus the 17 points. Oh, I don't know. It's going to be rough because I just, I'm not a firm believer in the New England offense. Still, I, don't think, that, I think they're going to struggle. But against the Giants defense, it's just hard to see it. That whole thing going to lead towards the New England Patriots covering that uh, big spread. Mike Pouncey, the center for the Chargers, on injured reserve. Another blow for the L.A. Chargers. I was fading them all year, nine and a half wins. I took the under, and that's just another blow for their team. It's going to be a tough year for Anthony Lynn and Phillip Rivers there in L.A. as it continues to be. So uh, another tough blow. Sam Darnold back for the New York Jets. Yes, he will start. Will it make much of a difference? Probably not. Not for, there's a lot of holes. Chris Herndon out the tight end. He's come back from suspension. Now he's going to be out. C.J. Mosley hasn't practiced. Uh, they've missed him since the first half of the Buffalo Bills game in week one. That's a tough blow for the New York Jets. When will we see the full team for the New York Jets? And then we could properly evaluate Adam Gase and this team. Up until this point, I, it's hard to properly put this all on Adam Gase. People want to. I had the over in the win total coming into the year. It was, what, seven? Had it over. Thought they would win between eight and nine games. 
That was before Darnold went down and he was playing with Mono Week 1. They were up 16-0 on the Buffalo Bills. They had a place kicker. They win that game. Hindsight's 20-20 now, so we'll see. We'll see where they go from here. Got to just uh, play out the season and do better. I'm back tomorrow for At the Window. We'll preview the NFL Thursday Night Football matchup more in depth. Up next, game time decisions with Gabe Lorenzi. See you later. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.